Here's a problem that I call an example, but actually I'd like part of it to be practice. Sketch the graph of y equals 3 to the x minus 2, sorry, 3 to the x minus 1 over 2. And I've set up a table for you to start with. And the interesting thing about this is you want to pick the right x values, right? Because otherwise it can be a little more challenging than it has to be. So I just want to give you a hint. Pick the x values that will make x minus 1 over 2 relatively easy to work with. But do make sure you also include negatives and things like that. Uh, As a hint, maybe I'll start you off with x equals negative 3. If x equals negative 3, negative 3 minus 1 over 2 should be pretty easy to work with. So take a few minutes, fill in at least five values for x and the y values, and put the graph up on a coordinate axis. And then we're going to talk about um, the result. All right, coming back, I'm going to start with this negative 3. Negative 3 minus 1, negative 4 over 2 is negative 2. So I have 3 to the negative 2, which we've just looked at, 1 over 3 squared, 1 ninth. And the next easy one to work with, I think, is negative 1. Because I'm dividing by 2 each time, I'm going to pick the values that skip by 2 each time, so it's easier to divide. 3 to the negative 1 minus 1 is 3 to the negative 2 over 2, which is 3 to the negative 1. This looks familiar, doesn't it? When x is 0, we'll go ahead and put that one in. x is 0. We have 3 to the 0 minus 1 over 2, which is 3 to the negative 1 half, which is 1 over the square root of 3. Not so nice, but we can still write that, right? And we don't have to rationalize it in square root 3 over 3. All right, the next one, do you want to use 1? When x is 1, 1 minus 1 is 0, so we have 3 to the 0 is 1. So now we've got when x is 1, y is 1. That's different. All the other graphs we've looked at, we had 0, and then we had 3 to the 0 is uh, 1 when our x our x value, our input, was 0. So this has changed things. The next easy x value, you might be seeing the pattern. 3, right? 3 minus 1 is 2. 2 over 2 is 1. 3 to the 1 is 3. I said to do at least 5. We could do one more when x is 5. 5 minus 1 is 4. 4 over 2 is 2. And 3 squared is 9. So you'll see that we do have symmetry. We have the 1 ninth and we have the 9. We have the 1 third and we have the third. But notice that the x values aren't equal opposites anymore. That's because we have a shift. If you look at the graph, we have the point 0, comma 1 over the square root of 3. I don't know, somewhere around there. We can make it wherever we want, as long as we're relatively in the right place. When x is 1, y is 1, which is bigger than 1 over the square root of 3, right? Because you're dividing by 1 instead of by the square root of 3. So we have the point 1, 1 here. When x is 3, y is also 3. I don't know, maybe about here. And when x is 5, y is way up there at 9. We won't put that one on the graph. When x is negative 1, y is a third. And when x is negative 3, y is a ninth. So they look very similar. This graph looks very similar to 3 to the x, right? It is similar to 3 to the x. It's just it's 3 to the x minus 1 over 2. So remember that if you add or subtract something from the x, and I can think of that numerator as being in parentheses, 
that's a horizontal shift, right? A shift of one. So instead of having the point zero one, now we have the point one one. So we no longer have the point zero one, we have the point one one. And it shifted us over one unit to the right because I subtracted one from the x here. Now what does the dividing by two do? It's not as obvious when you just look at the shape of the graph, what dividing by two did. When you set up the table, you probably noticed what dividing by two did, right? It made you really want to pick the right x values so that you wouldn't have to have fractions in your exponents because a one-half power in your exponent is a square root. So it affected your choices in x. If you look also at the graph, it changes your scale. It changes your scale by a factor of two. Instead of having our usual changes every one on the x values, we had our usual kind of, you know, one to three to nine to a third to a ninth. We had it happen every two values for x, every two units. That's because we're dividing by two. You may remember that the parabola y equals x squared is steeper, more narrow, than the parabola, still curved, y equals one-half x squared. So that one-half stretches it horizontally just like the one-half in the exponent stretches our graph horizontally as well. You probably won't need to be any more sophisticated than that. You also want to remember that you can use your calculator to check your work. Three to the parentheses, x minus one in parentheses divided by two, then close the double parentheses. This is three to the power of x minus one all over two. Don't forget your parentheses. And you can check and see if you get the same thing. So that you might be asked to sketch something like this on the homework, and this might be a way to do it. If it gets really hairy, then it's possible that they just want you to use your calculator to look at it as well. And sometimes you can use your calculator and work backwards, too. Think of that as an option.